0: Heyo and welcome to the College Student Success Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping college students with mental health issues set and achieve goals for themselves to get them where they want to be. I'm your host Derek Malinzak, and this is Episode 27 of the podcast. Episode 27 means we are in the start of Week 14 of the fall semester here, 2015. So, ah oh, man, if you made it this far, congratulations! you're getting very close to the end, you're getting very close to a well deserved break. So I am here to tell you, the end is within sight. I'm pounding my knees right now if you can hear that on the microphone. That's how enthusiastic I am. I'm going to do it again. Bring it on guys. Um, your fir- your best work is yet to come. You have the next two weeks to knock it out of the ballpark, so to speak and uh, pull off those grades you've been, uh, you know, really working your asses off for all semester, hopefully. And even if you haven't been, and you're rallying now, um, all is not lost, you can do it. If things seem uh, ridiculously impossible right now, it's okay. It does for everybody, Um, even to an extent the teachers. (laughs) So Let's get into, I'm going to give you guys uh, one strategy today uh, from a productivity standpoint. I think one of the single best study skills that you can possibly do. Um, And so before we get into that, just want to mention again, the contest is on. The very first college student success podcast contest is in effect. I announced it last week uh, in episode 26, where I discuss rap plans. The prize is a $100 Amazon gift card. And the way to win that gift card is to leave me a review. Uh, go to iTunes or Stitcher if you are uh, subscribed or even if not, you think you can go on and leave a re- review anyway. And let me know what you think. Uh, all reviews count. It's I'm not looking for, you know, hopefully I'm getting good ones, but uh, I'm just looking for a review. It doesn't necessarily have to be a positive one. And after you leave me the review, send an email to college student success podcast at gmail.com just letting me know uh, that you left me a review and you know, a way to reach you. Basically, you emailing me will give you uh, give me a way to reach out to you if you win. Uh, I will give you an update. We have not yet had any emails. So I can safely assume I believe that we haven't had any uh, extra reviews. I checked on Sunday, I think yesterday? No, sat- Saturday, and I didn't see any new ones. So your odds of winning are pretty good if you do it. <laughs> uh, 100 bucks. Um, the gift card is in American dollars, uh, which if you guys are into the economy at all, you might know are historically strong at the moment. And so that's a nice segue uh, to talk about my listeners in other countries. So I can see you now. Uh, I recently started doing some analytics on my site and can see from downloads um, that I have people in Brazil listening, um, in Japan, China, the Netherlands, uh, Germany, and a couple other places. So that's fucking awesome. So welcome. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Please keep listening and let me know if there's anything you'd like me to, to cover in the future. Uh, I, I imagine this is pretty American-centric from a, a you know, university standpoint, but I hope that a lot of it can apply worldwide. Um, That was a big reason that I decided to use podcasting as my my medium of choice. So um, you know, send in your uh, reviews and let me know you sent them. Uh, And I don't know if I could see reviews from other countries, but uh, I will take your word for it. (laughs) Uh, If you're emailing me from another country saying you you left a review on uh, iTunes Japan, for example. Uh, I certainly won't know what it says, but um, uh, yeah, so that's uh, enough on that. All right, so let's get into today. Uh, I'm going to talk to you about a study skill as we prep for finals in the next few weeks, flashcards. Um, Flashcards are probably something you've heard of. If you haven't, um, maybe that is not, and maybe that is an American-centric idea. That everyone knows what a flash card is so let me explain real quick what a flash card is it's typically an index card a three by five inch uh, card um, slightly thicker than paper and some of them are lined and some of them are not and that's essentially what it is um, the first uh, exposure i remember having to index cards is uh, recipes my mom had a little three by five inch rec- uh, little con- box and she would you know have her recipes one on each card and they were filed um you know categorically by you know entrees appetizers side dishes etc type of category system and i used to go in there and i'd be like oh look at that you know and i would just go through it i just thought it was kind of cool and um you know i found uses for index cards over the years um Collecting baseball cards. I remember in particular, I had similar boxes to what my mom used. Uh, They were plastic boxes, and some of them would be like the four by six boxes. And I would be able to categorize um, baseball cards by team or however the hell I did it. I don't even remember. I don't own any more baseball cards. Um, So I, I could think of everything that kind of goes back to index cards to me is sort of organizational in nature. So it's, it's no different to me that, um, you know, as a study aid, one of the primary benefits of flashcards are that there's sort of a really neat, compact way to get an idea across. And I stress an as in singular. So um, in America, a lot of people learn about index cards at a young age, I remember learning about them in elementary school. And I had to make some flashcards, you know, um, is basically the use for an index card as a student. And a flashcard is essentially, I think, vocabulary words were the first way you do it. So we would learn be learning spelling. And in order to learn how to spell words, we would write the word on on an index card, and then maybe get somebody like our parents to, you know, go through the cards and read them. And then say the word and I would have to spell them and then I could look at the word and say, Oh, I got it wrong or I got it right. Um, you could do it by yourself too, um, sort of. Um, so everybody, feel, I feel like everybody I talked to has done that lesson, like somehow in, in some version or some format, uh, over time. And then they sort of get out of the habit as is you know, what happens, right? And I'm here to think, give you some reasons to consider it as a college student. You know, you may be thinking to yourself, God, flashcards, that's so elementary, right? That's a, like a childish way to learn. And you actually are correct. It is a childish way to learn in that it's very simple. But I'm a big believer in that um, the simplest approach is often the best, not always, but most of the time. Um, look for the simplest solution. So it's a really effective study tool for a variety of reasons. Number one, you could really isolate one thought or fact on a card at a time. And that makes it very easy to concentrate on that um, you know, factoid or piece of information. When you're trying to study from a book or from a page of notes, you know, there's, there's often like numerous innumerable amounts of information on that page. And you're like trying to isolate one fact and then learn it and commit it to memory and then go to the next one. And it's, it, you don't even notice it, but your periphery, you know, your peripheral vision takes in all of the things around it and it, it clouds, you know, it sort of adds to that um, distraction level in not giving your full amount of concentration on that given term that you're trying to learn in that given moment. So isolating the word or phrase or term or whatever it is, um, and only being able to focus on that is a an advantage. Um, Number two, they're really easy to do in short format. So I feel like from talking to a lot of students, um, they feel the need to block out you know, the ones especially that are, you know, very proactive, our hours upon hours blocks of time. So you know, they might say, Oh, you know, for the next three hours, or four hours, I'm going to be studying. And in general, I'm not going to talk about it today. Um, that's, uh, that's a lot of time to be studying in a row. Um, and it maybe it's just because you got so behind. And that's why. But generally speaking. Um, your brain kind of starts to shut off after I don't know, it depends, uh, anywhere between a half an hour and an hour and a half to two hours. And to the point where your your efficiency level just starts to plummet. And you can't learn or take in or read as much information as you can when you're you know, in that first hour. So if if you had to do say, two hours of studying in, in one particular day, It would be preferable not to do it in one two hour block straight through. Um, Ideally, you'd want to break it up. If you could break it up into a couple of 45 minute sessions and a half an hour session, so you know, 45 minutes in the morning and then maybe 45 minutes after lunch or right before lunch, and then a half an hour right before bed, you do some reading. Um, That would actually be preferable to doing it two hours straight. Um, So, the problem is like you kind of gotta get ready to study, right? You know, for a lot of things, you know, you're gonna write a paper. You have to have all your your materials. You know, if you're gonna be reading a textbook, a lot of times people do highlighting or, or underlining, and they you have to find it, get go to the right place, be in the right place, and be in the right mindset. And it's there's just a lot of preparation involved in studying for a lot of people, and they can use those things as excuses or ways to procrastinate. It's like ah, why am I? Why should I study? I have a half an hour now. But by the time I get everything ready, I'm really only going to have 10 minutes. So flashcards eliminate that um, because you could have them in your backpack or a purse or, you know, anywhere and be like, oh, I have, you know, 15 minutes now um, before my next appointment. Uh, What should I do? Uh, I've already scanned Facebook and Reddit and Twitter. Uh, Shit, I have that exam. Let me, uh, let me study. And you go in and reach into your bag and you pull out those flashcards and you have a stack of maybe 50 of them on hand, and you're ready to study, you know, first card go. Um, That is so it promotes good study habits, just having it so accessible to you. Um, And again, if you had a goal to, you know, study flashcards for an hour a day, an hour a day, um, it would be preferable to do it in like 10 or 15 minute blocks, you know, and throughout the day, than just going full bore for an hour straight. So flashcards are awesome. And I can talk about (laughs) I'm I'm stalling because I just realized that I left something uh, in the other room. So I'm actually this is a first but I'm actually gonna um, put you on pause and be right back and I will get a piece of paper. (laughs) sorry about that guys um i am putting it on my to-do list for next year to severely improve the editing of the podcast so that i'll feel comfortable just starting and stopping uh willy-nilly and merging it all together that is not in the cards for the next two weeks i'm afraid to say so you're gonna have to bear with me on my single takes here all right so um i had to check this because i had one more reading um one more reason to tell you about why they're the most effective study tools around. Um, And I don't see it here. But the big piece uh, that I wanted to harp on that is crucial is that making them yourself is the key. (laughs) So let me give you an alternate reality here. So let's say you're in school and you're studying and you're like, damn, I wish I had my flashcards made. It's like week 14 in the semester. And if I had been doing my flashcards all along and I had a nice fat stack of factoids all already made up, it would be so easy to study right now. And then all of a sudden, you looked over and you saw a fairy on your desk. And the fairy happened to be the flashcard fairy. And the flashcard fairy said... Hello, little student. I hear you would like some flashcards. And twinkles its nose or waves its wand or does whatever fucking thing fairies do. And all of a sudden, you have a stack of beautifully researched, ready-to-go flashcards right at your disposal. Nice font. Um, Maybe they have a bit of laminate to them. So they're very nice to handle. Um, everything you could possibly want in the perfectly done flashcards there's only one problem the flashcard fairy who made the flashcards is the one that benefited the most you will benefit from having these pre-made sets especially if you're really behind in the game um And you may have a flashcard fairy in your life in the version uh, in the form of, um, you know, another student before you that took the course that just happened to like flashcards and just hand you a pre-made set, right? That would be fucking great in your mind. But the thing is, um, making them yourself is almost, it's probably more than half of the learning. So the flashcard fairy, if they're taking your exam, would be a great person to do that with because they just spent all those hours or maybe twinkling their nose, um, getting all that information in their head by writing it down. So, it's it doesn't take the it doesn't um, it can take the place of note taking, which I'm going to talk about in a second. Um, but you know you have to write things down in most cases in order to remember them, and so I I feel like people that just read a textbook and don't actually take notes while they read. Or you know, a lot of people I know do the the highlight thing or the underline thing. And your retention levels just from what I've learned from, you know, cognitive training just are not going to be as high as if you take notes while you do it. So um, let's talk about the type of material that works best for flashcards and then we'll get into, you know, a little bit of a system I have for making it, you know, very efficient. not all material works well for flashcards. So you English majors out there, the ones that are like creative writing, you know, I was a creative writing English major uh, in undergrad. I wouldn't have really benefited much from flashcards had I really thought they were a good tool back then. Um, but you know, other types, so foreign language would be a really good, uh, especially in the learning phase um, and conjugation type things. Um, His history, another great um, just area for uses of flashcards, Um, mathematics and sciences somewhat, you know, the the terminology, you know, so anything if you see the pattern here, that um, terminology, you know, vocabulary words, um, equations, historical data, like important figures from history and why they're important, famous places, famous dates. Um, that kind of thing, really uh, lends itself well to the way information presents itself on a flashcard. You can also use flashcards in multiplicity. So having a few flashcards relate to a single topic. So if you had, um, say, for example, the four stages of mitosis, I think that's I think there's four. Uh, it's a biology thing, right? And you so you could write each stage on a flashcard, And then with those, you know, shuffle them up. And because there's a special order, and you might need to know that order for your exam, you can practice putting them in order. So it's not only learning the factual information on 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 the card itself. But it's also arranging the cards in the right way to learn um, like stages and progressions, things that have to go in a certain order. So if you have any kind of information like that, flashcards are awesome. Um, So how to make them pretty basic, but a couple of things to be to keep in mind. Um, One is the most important thing, one idea or factor concept per card. So you use the front and the back, but don't try and double up and be like, Oh, I'll just do, you know, the word and the term on the same, same side, and then I'll use the other side for another, you know, word and term. Um, now, the reason why one of the main reasons why flashcards work is that you're using both sides. So you write, say, it's vocabulary, right. Um, and it's a Spanish class, and you're trying to learn the word for cat, right. So on one side of the card, you write cat. And on the other side of the card, you write the Spanish word for cat, right? Gato. And so you could go through and you're going to look at cat and try and think, ah, oh, what's on the other side of that card? It's Gato. Yes. And you really only test yourself when you can't see Gato. And you can try and, you know, shield it from your hand or just like, you know, cover the bottom knowing that that's where the answer lies it's just nothing really substitutes this idea that um, you can't see it you have to flip the card for the actual answer Uh, i don't know if it's a psychology factor at play as well Um, but i don't know it's important so don't don't cheese out and try and save money I did some research on Amazon before doing this show and found out that um, three by five index cards that you you could use as flashcards cost about a dollar per hundred. Uh, I saw a thousand for nine dollars. So the, the cost of them should not be. Um, should not be an excuse for why you can't get into this. Um, I know some people that do the flashcards on your, you know, for your printer, you know, so you can actually type the cards, and then they will print out on your computer on your computer via your printer. If you have the pre formatted, um, you know, index card, um, pop out templates, usually avery is the brand a lot of them uh, have them for so those are good too those are going to be a little more expensive though so all right so now you know how to make them front and back use both sides and so you have the term and then the other side so let's take another type of information right so you want to learn who stonewall jackson is right stonewall jackson on one side on the other side why stonewall jackson is important as it references your class Um, maybe you have a specific date and you put the date on one side, July 4th, 1776, and then as you're going through you're trying to figure out shit, what's why is that date important? And then you would look on the other side to find out indeed why that date is important. So that's sort of the how to use them. But it's important to note that another benefit to using both sides for one one term is you learn both ways. So again, returning to got gato. I was almost saying cato. the cat gato reference. So you might start out if you are a native English speaker, and you're trying to learn Spanish, you know, going through the English words and be trying to learn the Spanish words. So you're trying to learn, you know, oh, cat, dog, bird, and the words are going to be what you test. But you might also, at some point, flip all of the cards around. And at that point, you're now looking at the Spanish versions and trying to think, all right, what is gato? Gato is cat. What is perro? Perro is dog. Um, and so your, your brain is learning the information from English to Spanish, and then backwards, so to speak from Spanish to English. And <clears throat> it just really helps strengthen the connection between the r- word and the definition or you know, whatever it is name and importance. So that is the how to use them again, short, frequent bursts of studying with flashcards are preferable to longer drawn out sessions, right? So 10, 15 minutes at a time, you're on the bus, you're like, shit, I got 10 minutes, let me go through my flashcards. Like that's another thing. It's like when you have flashcards, you could do them in like areas where you would never be like, really wanting to whip out your laptop or you know, just maybe harder to read. Um, so that's another plus for flashcards do it for 10 minutes and then you know maybe you have some time right before class or in between classes Um, they're so convenient and compact Uh, i know a drawback is that because they're so small um, they can be hard to manage um, so hard to keep organized and uh, i've noticed a lot of people do like color-coded again those are going to be a little more expensive the other thing is, you know, over the, to the course of a semester, it could be you can have a shit ton of these by the end. You know, that is an unfortunate trade-off, in that it becomes a little overbearing and how do you store them and whatnot. But I do think that for a lot of people, the benefits outweigh the costs, especially for visual learners. So visual learners, a lot of people, a lot of us identify as visual learners and it's you can use flashcards in a way to even enhance that in by, you know, drawing pictures or, or putting pictures of whatever it is you're trying to learn and encoding the information that way. Um, but it's more for just this idea of comparing it to the alternatives. It's a lot less verbal learning. If you're thinking of verbal and visual learning on sort of um, a continuum, um, it's much more closer to visual learning, even though it's using verbalness you know words then you know learning just by reading a textbook or by you know reading through your notes um so last thing is a simple system you know this is sort of a, a rough way to do it um I, I read this system the word system is a series of habits for keeping up with studying um that removes the need to cram and isn't going to add much time to your workflow so I don't, into, I don't in, uh, advise doing this the first go around if you're taking notes in class. But if you are reviewing notes, it's good to do this. Or if you do uh, depend a lot on textbook reading to learn material. So a lot of us will, you know, all right, it's time to read chapter six of my textbook, right? And I sit down. Um, how are you going to do it? You know, some of us will just do it. We'll just sit there and read it and don't not do anything else pretty piss poor uh, percentages of information retained on that way alone by the way so a lot of us will do something in addition right we'll have a highlighter we'll have um, a pen and we'll underline things or we will take notes alongside while we read um, taking notes is the best out of those three um, but what if you took instead of taking notes on a piece of paper just um, you took your notes on flashcards You know, and the textbooks these days give us lots of clues as to what important information that you might need to know later on uh, is in there, right? You'll see um, bolded words, uh, you'll see italicized uh, sentences, and usually those two things are big flags, like, it's like, hey, this is important, right? They'll, you know, probably reference something later on in an appendix or a glossary. So that's if you're just kind of scanning quickly. Um, If you don't have a lot of time, you know, you could do it that way as well. Um, But let's just say you have the time you read and instead of taking notes, you just make flashcards and you do it a chapter at a time or even a half chapter at a time. Now at the end, instead of having a set of notes, you would have a set of flashcards. Another thing you might do. Uh, is if you if your class is more relying on classroom lectures, right, you should be taking notes in your classrooms. Uh, If you're not, again, I'll talk about that another day. Um, So you take your notes, right? But the first time you're listening, and you're taking notes in the moment, uh, a lot of times we do kind of shitty notes, right? They're not the best. And even if they are pretty good, you have to look at them again. So a lot of us will recommend this is like probably study strategy number two after making flashcards that I would recommend is rereading your notes about a day or two after you take them. And so some people need to take the extra step of actually rewriting them. That is like the fucking whole holy grail of studying right is if you take, you know, even not good notes, but if you take good notes, and then rewrite your notes um, to make them more clear or in depth, super, super good. Um, So if instead you rewrote them onto flashcards from then from there, you know, just isolating out, it's like now that you have the perspective and the hindsight of of listening to the lecture, you can kind of tell what what was important and what wasn't, you can you copy the the important content onto flashcards. You the thing is, you don't wait until you you know, right before your midterm to do this, you know, you do it each week, you get in the habit, you make it a ritual. And so again, rereading your notes, doesn't take that long, you just have to remember to do it. And that's when your you know, your calendar is going to help you um, re- rewriting your notes is going to take you a little more time. But I can tell you the amount of time it takes compared to the you know, it's the 8020. Um, so much output uh, involved in that small task. Um, so you don't cram because at the end you have your your um, flash to go through and you know you you haven't the the the, the longevity or in in making flashcards, which is another drawback and, and something that people criticize about is oh they take so long to make and that's true you know that's why it's not a good thing to do right before you have a final exam and so that's not going to be my my home exercise to you today is go home and make a bunch of flash because it may not be the best solution for you right now in this game um, but what i'm saying is as a as for your workflow in terms of your week daily and weekly, things that you do to stay on top of your assignments and and all of your obligations, uh, it would be a good thing to work in that's sort of low, um, low, low time in the grand scheme, but high output, uh, and easy to work into uh, routine. Because again, the the emphasis isn't on making these giant blocks of time to dedicate to studying. It's breaking it up and saying, Okay, if I want to do this for an hour a day, where are these pockets where I can do it, and then it really doesn't seem as much like studying. And the repetition is where the true learning comes in. So that is our uh, episode for today, I am sorry for the uh, slight pause in the middle there where I had to run and go get my piece of paper. Um, But it was important to me. and again, I will get better with the editing thing uh, for next semester when I return to you guys. But uh, enjoy the this week. I'll be back on Thursday. Uh, study, study, study. And uh, peace out, guys. Take care.